focus on the supporting family members that you do have. Um, if we just focus on the, the maybe the, the toxic person in your relationship, um, then it seems like everything is a waste. But if you realize, you know, no, my, you know, this other aunt has been amazingly supportive. My grandmother, you know, I have no idea how long she's going to be here. Let's focus on her and honor her for this time. Your journey starts now. Welcome to the Journey Podcast. This is Jeff, and today we're going to ask the question, how do you survive and, believe it or not, even thrive uh, during the holidays when there's family tension? Mm. Not that there's ever family tension. <laughs> um, and you got to go to these family gatherings and you just dread going. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I think that's a great, great topic for today. So in the studio with me is uh, Terry. Hello. Hello. And as a mental health counselor, it's always good to have you here and to uh, toss out a few specific ideas. And this is something that's on a lot of people's mind uh, this time of the year. So, uh, yeah, welcome. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be able to talk with you today. Why does uh, it seem like there's so many relationship problems at the holidays? I mean, you would think, you know, with all the uh, fa-la-la and all the good tidings and all that, that everybody would be happy and getting along. You'd think so, wouldn't you? There actually, though, there are a lot of um, people who dread family get-togethers for various reasons. I remember growing up, um, you know, the it, it kind of gets to the the reason why we get together with family at the holidays. Somebody requests it. You know, usually it's grandma or grandpa or the you know the matriarch, the patriarch, um, and somebody says, "Oh, we've got to get everybody together." Yes, and I, I remember those days. <laughs> And Tulsa having to drive back on Having the ice. to drive back on the ice to get home for, for yes, the Christmas. Because if we that. didn't, people would be the unhappy. The world would end. <laughs> and, and, you know, a lot of times those are happy times. And, you, you know, I remember coming back from, the, from Tulsa and meeting with family and stuff. And it, then it was hard to leave and go back, go back to school and work and stuff. We, we probably should point out that we are married. Because be like, <laughs> why are these two people going back and forth to Tulsa This together? is true, yes. So anyway, yes, we did that together. But I also remember, I also remember going, you know, when we were kids and having to go over to, you know, aunts and uncles' homes where there were, um, you know, most people got along, but there was always somebody who had opinions about something political or something, you know, religious and, and then it would just kind of seem to become an undertone under the, the whole thing. And um, you learn to kind of avoid that aunt or uncle. Um, not in mine. My family was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, can you kind of give us a, just a sort of a rapid fire, uh, some things that we can we can do here to, to address this? Well, I think the first thing before the, the events ever happen, I think the first thing you really want to try to do is to anticipate possible triggers or stressors or, or you know, situations um, and, and develop a plan. In some cases, your plan might be setting some boundaries. Um, I'm just not going to talk about politics, politics with right. that uncle or that yeah. aunt. Um, I'm going to maybe formulate some answers ahead of time to what I might want to say, even rehearse it if possible. You know, if, if, if you know that every time you get together, this, this relative is, is always kind of challenging you on your beliefs or your, your politics, you know, think, think through what do I, how do I want to react? Because what happens is when in the moment, if we don't have a plan, then in the moment our, um, our emotions may kind of go 
rampant and then the plan goes out the window and we end up just kind of spouting off or saying something that we later on regret. Yeah. And that can be a simple thing, right? It's like, yeah, the, the politics thing, yeah, that gets a little dicey. Can we just talk about that some other, let's just table that for another sure. time, right? I mean, it can be something really simple. Well, and have a backup plan. If, if something does go haywire, you know, what do you do? I think also check your expectations. You know, what expectations are you having of the event? Um, a lot of times people, you know, they get a fancy new dress or they get a new, you know, they, they're doing something and they kind of are expecting that when I get there, everybody's going to go, ooh, you know. <laughs> and when they get there, it's easy to have um, hurt feelings because, well, nobody noticed your new dress or your new hairdo or your yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. So check your expectations. Well, and, and going back real quick to, you know, things to, to discuss, a lot of our family are involved in business together. So that's one of the things sure. that we say going in, hey, we're not going to talk about business during the family get together and the last family get together we had oh my gosh i think we said that we reminded everybody of that what 15 times well you did anyway we just kind of kept us so we didn't do really good at that boundary but we'll we'll get better no and when you've got two businesses and a ministry in between you know five people it really can be hard to to not talk about business right right so again it's not perfect but we try so but yeah it is good to try to set those expectations and at least let people have an out and say hey yeah we're just gonna not let's just table this for another day so what are some other things? Well, I think if you're going to a big family event um, or a big, uh, you know, a work party or something where you're feeling uncomfortable already, maybe find a buffer. Take a friend, a partner, a family member, somebody who can kind of, if, if things get tight, you can just turn and you know, focus on that person or they can kind of be a buffer between you and um, aunt so-and-so. Right, right. I think it's also important to remember, you know, don't use the holidays, and I'm going to emphasize this again, don't use the holidays to bring up old grudges, old grievances um, with family members or people there. This isn't the time or the place. Um, you're not going to, it's not going to have a good positive outcome, and other people are just going to be, have hurt feelings. Use other times to address those those things with people one-on-one, um, but don't use this, don't use the holiday gatherings for that. Right, good point. I think some other things you might do, too, is to consider strategies to cope with unexpected things that come up as well. You know, all, your best laid plans are going to have, you're going to, they're going to fall flat sometimes. Um, you're going to avoid aunt so-and-so until she finally ch- tracks you down and challenges <laughs> you about, you know, the fact that you're um, either not married or you're married or, you know, some, she's just going right. to have some kind of a thing. Consider a strategy to cope with those kind of issues. You know, sometimes it's just taking some time away, you know, getting away from there, taking some deep breaths, going out for a walk, um, you know, just challenging that person who's trying to pull you into a fight even and just say, no, I'm not going to fight today. This is Thanksgiving. We're, we're here to celebrate, um, you know, give yeah, thanks and celebrate right, family exactly. and we're not going to fight today. You know, call me up tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. And uh, what are a few other things then that, that uh, we can do? I think first of all, to or, or fifth of all, maybe, um, to stay positive. Focus on the supporting family members that you do have. Um, if we just focus on the, the maybe the, the toxic person in your relationship, um, then it seems like everything is a waste. But if you realize, you know, no, my, you know, this other aunt has been amazingly supportive. My grandmother, you know, I have no idea how long she's going to be here. Let's focus on her and honor her for this time. Um, who can I help? Uh, sometimes you can avoid a conversation in the living room by getting up, picking up dishes and going in and starting to help wash dishes. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Which, yeah, no shortage of dishes during those exactly. holidays sometimes. And uh, finally, anything you can leave us with then? Well, I think it really goes back to something we said at another podcast. You know, remember the reason for the gathering that we're doing. Um, you know, if we're getting together for, if you're getting together for a party to celebrate somebody's shower, you know, remember that that person is the person you're honoring. It, it doesn't, it's not about you, it's about them. And mm-hmm. what can you do to help honor that person? And the same thing at Christmas time and at Thanksgiving, you know, really realize there's a reason why we're getting together and try to stay focused on that. Right, right. Yeah, the reason behind Thanksgiving is to give a thanks. Christmas, I mean, uh, you know, the whole birth of Christ. And a lot of people may be questioning that or, or trying to figure that out, but it's still important to get back to those core things because it, it simplifies things. So, well, thanks again for uh, being with us and uh, sharing you. some good thoughts. And uh, yeah, so to everyone out there, uh, Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and uh, appreciate you listening. Tune in again. Mm, Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da.